Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? I am Ben Kissel. I'm Katie Dirks. And this is the promo episode for Kinda Fun, the Woo! LPN wrestling podcast. Um, so this is just going to be a short little introduction to Ben, myself, that is me, mm-hmm. and you, Katie. That's me. Uh, that's you. So we're just going to, you know... Let you guys know why we're starting a wrestling podcast, what got us into wrestling, and yeah, so this is just a small little get-to-know-you episode before we uh, go full swing and uh, and have fuller episodes here in the very near future. So, Katie. That's me. The question is, what got you into professional wrestling? Why are we here talking about the greatest, dare I say, sport, sport. of all time? Okay, loaded question. Mm. Very loaded question, especially as a woman. Yes, Loaded question. But uh, back in the day, Lita was my jam. Lita, Lita. with the Hardy Brothers. With the, yes. Uh, Hardy Boys, I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, I And I think we were talking about this too, like at some point in one of our drunken conversations about yes. wrestling. We, uh, I I think what I liked about her is she was the first wrestler that wasn't a Barbie doll to me anyway. Oh, totally. She was a badass bitch. Like I yeah. identified, I was like, yes, this is, she's amazing. Storylines were a little... Well, wasn't when Lita was out there, they were still doing like, let's get them naked by the end of the match. Yes. W- weren't they still doing like they brawn were, panties yes. and like, and like Jerry Lawler was calling every boob puppies and like, yeah. which is quite strange it actually. Was. He went puppy crazy. <laughs> you go back when you get the WWE Network, which I highly recommend. Although on this show, we will not just be talking about the WWE because as Katie and I both agree, their true excitement is in, uh, is, is in the minor leagues. Yes. The indies. The indies. But yes, you go back and you watch those old uh, pay-per-views with Jerry Lawler and you're like buddy I don't know if every like there was it was non-stop with that guy he with the, the puppies the, the commentary it didn't doesn't hold up well no really. not great not great <laughs> but of course there's always a soft spot for Lawler in all yeah, of our hearts absolutely uh so that was and then like I kind of got out of it I think like a lot of people do yeah you kind of you if you're a true WWE fan, you go and you you're yeah. not with it every single night for the last 25 years. Absolutely, you it comes and goes. So right. I kind of got out of it for a little while, and then uh, a few years ago in New Orleans, uh, WrestleMania, there was a woman named Caitlyn. Oh, okay. Uh, who had a who had a rivalry, quote unquote rivalry, with AJ Lee. Oh, okay. Uh, who was who I hated AJ Lee as, and I was still like my husband loved wrestling and I was just I was like I don't like I don't know they don't do women great right and then AJ Lee and Caitlin came along and Caitlin again kind of a badass like very much in the Lita range yeah um and then that was kind of like the woman's evolution and then I was kind of back in and Charlotte came back and Charlotte started in NXT and then the four horsewomen and now Becky Lynch is holding a belt and I'm 100% back in Beast mode. Becky Lynch is absolutely crushing it. And I will say, other than when the WWE chooses to go to Saudi Arabia for all the money in the world, sure. um, for the most part, uh, women are doing a great job in yeah. professional wrestling. Badass shit. Asuka's one of my favorites. She's so and I wish the WWE would like push her a little bit yeah. because, I don't know. But nonetheless, um, awesome, man. Well, I got into, so I've, I've been a fan of pro wrestling ever since I can remember um, I used to watch it when I was a child, just nine or ten years old, and I would jump on my trampoline and my boobs were jiggling and my <laughs> gut was jiggling, and I'd be like, I want to be a wrestler. And then I actually achieved that goal when I was around 15 above Skip's Bowling Alley in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. It was this really small wrestling promotion, believe it or not, and the owner of it, so they were like, yo, we got some, we got classes, come and train with us, all this kind of stuff. So I went with my boy Pete. And um, Pete was very good. 
And as soon as I, so we helped set up the ring and the owner of this wrestling company was chain smoking and hammered. He was <laughs> hammered. And of course he was the champion as well. He had his little championship belt um, because he owned the place. And when you own the place, you get to be the champion, despite the fact that you are obviously an alcoholic stepfather. <laughs> um, so I trained uh, and the first time for about six months and the first time I hit the ropes, I was like, oh. I don't think this is going to be for me. It hurt so bad, and we were taking bumps, and I did the whole thing. I, like, vomited at the end. I was like, this is really exhausting stuff. Can I just go and be the owner right now, just smoke and drink <laughs> beer instead? Because actually wrestling is such a colossal uh, – it is so difficult to do physically. Mm -hmm. um, so after that experience, I was still in love with wrestling, and my friend Pete and I – um, who was he was a great guy we were really close we did this whole backyard wrestling thing and we had all of our friends over and we did this for like two years and it's one of the biggest regrets of my life we we filmed all we taped all of it and at one point when I was 19 I think I threw the tapes away because I was like insecure and now I just really wish that I had those tapes um, but that was a moment of weakness because I was like oh I'm I'm out like talking about what you were talking about when yeah. it comes to like growing out of it yeah because yes in 19 you were like wrestling's lame yeah but meanwhile six months ago you were like I think I love wrestling 100%. with all my heart but for some reason you're like I'm an adult now and I'm going to college and wrestling isn't for me anymore so in a moment of stupidity, I think I got rid of all the, the wonderful memories that we created. But we used to do like really awesome stunts, like probably things that we were not remotely close to trained to do. Like I remember one point, at one point I DDT'd Pete and I didn't realize that you're not supposed to like actually grab yeah. their head and jam it into the ground. Yeah. And thank God the man can still walk because <laughs> I was he was just like out and I just gave him like I probably gave him a concussion. Um, and then we used to do things where it's like, how long can we put Ben in the sharpshooter for? And like that stuff really hurt. We used to do like the figure four challenges and all oh that my stuff. God. Um, so we just had an absolute blast. I would bring my Thunderbird, my little car, and we would do like car spots where oh I'd do like God. pile drivers and stuff. How are you still alive? Oh, it was so much fun. And so <laughs> it was just like, it was the best. And um, yeah, so just at a young age, it was just the, um, it, you know, wrestling, like the, the way that these characters presented themselves on screen, just like the bigger than life. The, the larger than life characters, they were just so captivating and awesome. And obviously then, you know, I was coming of age in like 1996. I was a freshman in high school. And that's when the Attitude Era sort of spawned. That was like the, the beginning seeds were planted for Attitude Era. And uh, yeah, so I just could not have loved Mick Foley and Stone Cold Steve Austin more. They were like total idols of mine. And uh, they still are to this day. So I love it. And I hopefully we can get them on this show. I've interviewed Mick before, and I'm sure he'd come on the show at some point. Oh, so. he's amazing. He's he's definitely an, an icon of he mine. Is. Like I just I I love and there's so many things that he's done with his career that aren't that like with ECW and like the oh, promos God. that he would do back in the day are just unbelievable. Like just so good and weird and awesome and yeah. just like oh okay. That's how you cut a promo. Totally. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, and he taught me a lot because obviously, you know, this whole conversation, like, and not to be, like, cliche, but if I ever hear wrestling is fake, I'm just like, you are so, like. You don't you, understand. It's just stupid because you're not like, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. It's all fake. It's a movie. <laughs> it's, it is a, it's a performance. There's nothing fake about it. It's a very real performance. Yeah. And Mick Foley's book, Have a Nice Day, uh, really enlightened me to, like, 
the insight of a professional wrestler talking about like when you win a uh, belt it's much like winning an emmy or an oscar it's just like yo bro like you're in charge of the company like becky you lynch being, like you're in charge of the company you are being trusted yes to carry this yes it's oh, it's awesome and it's super real it's not like you know so everyone's like oh it's all scripted and everything of course it's scripted which in my personal opinion makes it better because so that's why mick i uh, had a chance to interview him a few times and that is why it humble brag twice hmm, um, no big deal guys but that is what is uh so awesome once you realize like how did this kind of dumpier fella how did he make it it's because he used to script all of the greatest matches ever and people just trusted him to the point where they're like okay mick we're gonna go with your ideas for this match and i know by the end of it this audience is gonna have a moving moment they're gonna be like holy hell i can't believe i just saw something like that i never imagined it and that's why it's so much fun to watch wrestling live as well because i got to see jeff hardy um and jeff hardy just did a swanton bomb oh, off of this huge speaker system onto randy orton and i was like is randy orton randy why does that sound weird to me no that's right yeah 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 um onto randy orton and i'm like oh my god dude just like watching these people defy grav i guess they don't defy gravity gravity tends to win but just watching <laughs> them like be like all right gravity let's see what they you can do to my body gravity. they survive gravity it is just it's just so incredible so yeah anyway that's I guess our open love letter to wrestling it is an open love letter to wrestling and honestly this show you know we're not going to be one of those because katie and i were talking about this in las vegas where we went to go see uh aew's double or nothing which was oh. tear inducing i i cried it was so good. It was so I, I keep and also they just sold out. I don't know if you heard. They just sold out in fifteen minutes for a Chicago show. In oh my August. god! So this is real competition. It's here. legit. They were saying like Dave Meltzer, big wrestling journalist, yes. came out and said was doing all these numbers and ran like his crazy calculations and he like he averaged it out and it's like actually the demand for AEW the all out show yeah. is uh, higher than WrestleMania 35. Oh my God. And his God. like ratios and scenarios and all of that stuff. And he was like, yeah, it's 135,000 people were trying to, or uh, 135,000 tickets were being sought after, wow. whether that's like individual tickets or how many computers or whatever people had. But it's, I think, it's insane. Yeah, it's a great the, time to be in wrestling. Oh, absolutely. There is so much fun stuff happening here. So we're going to be covering you know, the minor leagues. And again, just going back to what I was talking about, we're not just going to like shit all over WWE constantly because I think that those podcasts already exist. Too many of them. And I don't want to mention Roman Reigns. And I have no problem with Roman, but it's like, okay, got it. Yeah. Like, I understand people who are like, I like him. I don't like him. I'm bored by him. Whatever. We're going to talk yeah. about people like that Katie knows, for example, because she has a documentary about this man named Joey Ryan. And Joey Ryan, it turns out his finisher involves his penis. He sure so does. The king of dong style, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the king of dong style. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a lot of these promotions that maybe you haven't heard about before um, and try to give you some more knowledge and insight into uh, what's happening with wrestlers that don't get the Vince McMahon push necessarily. Don't so, need it. Don't need it. You can do professional wrestling without the WWE. Absolutely. So if you want to email us, if you know someone or you do uh, run a promotion yourself or you're a wrestler yourself, email lpn at gmail.com. That's lpn at gmail.com because Katie and I, we are, we're here for you and we're really excited to just explore Explore the whole vast universe and the fun characters. And honestly, I mean, don't you think there's something about the personality of a professional wrestler that is so 
it's just impressive because it's, they work out and then they also perform and then they also just travel travel nonstop. A constant they're constantly on the road. I like I had a moment of like a few years ago where I was like I just I just don't understand how like people like Joey Ryan on the road three to four days out of the week right. different city every day yeah uh, how do you eat how do right. you maintain like what how many gyms are you subscribed yeah. to to get buddy passes in every city like that seems like a lot of work it's crazy it's too much work I go on the road and every single day I wake up covered in chips and popcorn I don't understand how they can stay in shape and travel I how really do you, don't I how don't do you get it not wake up with chips and popcorn I yes. don't understand as soon as I'm outside of my apartment I'm like Mm, comfort food. I'm going to need it. And that tends to be Applebee's. There you so go. I don't get how these people stay in shape. And you see like Triple H, his Instagram will be like midnight workout. And I'm like, oh my God, another midnight workout? Can't you just have a pizza? Yeah. Can't you just be one of us? But they're not one of us because they're special people. They and are. Super talented. I just, yeah, it's definitely a, a whole different, it's a different world. It's a it, different world. It really is. So we are so excited to explore it on this show. And we're excited to take you all on the journey that we're going to be on. And, yeah, again, interact with us. Kind of fun, lpn at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, Katie, I guess that's that's basically the, a sum up of what this show is going to be. And it's just going to be a really fun conversation. And we're going to have great interviews. And, um, yeah. We're going to talk about wrestling. And we're going to talk about wrestling. So there's, we're going to talk about wrestling. And there's really nothing more fun than that. So. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, this is a little promo for Kind of Fun. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.